0: For those of us who started our video game journey with the Atari 2600, there was a definite need for the games to grow with us. Sure, the NES provided more in-depth gameplay, but something was still lacking. Then, in 1990, a game came along that tapped into what us teenage gamers were desperate for, hardcore violence. For years, we had watched movies where people met their untimely demise in a thousand gruesome ways. But with the games we loved so much, their blinking and disappearing into thin air just didn't cut it. Sadly, this game was Technocop. Techno Cop. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Genesis Gems Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, from the Video Game Archaeologist, and uh, with me this week is Nick. Nick, how are we doing today?
1: Doing good, man. Uh, we found out Rob's a little under the weather this week, so we definitely want to say a big shout-out to him and hope he feels better after this until he can get back with us next week.
0: See, we're going to have to press him on that because he, I think he's rated every single game in gem up to this point, and he just he wants to be Mr. Positive, and this game would not have allowed him that.
1: <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> yeah so he's, he's definitely gonna miss out on some good uh some good talk tonight
0: <laughs> all right so uh well but before we get into uh techno cop let's uh let's take a look back at the uh what we had last week the uh wwf what was the wwf
1: <laughs> looking at wwf super wrestlemania
0: thank you i, I knew there was wrestling involved <laughs> no, I, I, i'm sorry we must pronounce it properly Wrestling.
1: Wrestling.
0: <laughs> I, I, wrestling is what they do in the Olympics. Wrestling is what we do for fun. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> Sports entertainment wrestling. <laughs>
0: and, uh, so we did get some feedback. So, um, so yeah, if you want to start us off with uh, with our listener feedback, uh, we'll sure. see what the what the listeners thought.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Stu Cooper says it's a gem because it's ten times better than the SNES version. It had finishers, awesome themes, and a great roster.
0: James Gruesome. At the time, this was the greatest WWF game you could get any, you could get other than the arcades. The Genesis version had fewer wrestlers, but I learned years later it actually had finishers. This one's a gem.
1: James McCafferty Hansel. In its day, this was an okay game. It sucked on SNES because there were only six to choose from. It wasn't until Nintendo 64 dropped a whole mess of wrestling games. This game lacks in today's standards, but back then is what we had.
0: Daryl Alderman says, This was the best wrestling game out until Raw came out. I played both religiously, so it's definitely a gem.
1: And Andy Layton says, I loved wrestling games growing up, and I can still go back and play games like Raw. I just can't play this one. Not a gem.
0: David Hodge, obviously not Sonic the Hedgehog quality, but this game is still fun to go back and play, and the music is still pretty decent. It's still part of the family.
1: <laughs> and our favorite name of any listener, Rario Van People, says, Even though all WWF games on Genesis always had the roster that made Nintendo kids jealous, my opinion is that Royal Rumble is the gem of the Flying Edge WWF games and not Super WrestleMania. Not a gem. So it looks like we had three gems, three maybe gems, and one not a gem. The last episode, we decided it was not a gem. It was pretty unanimous, right? Did did Rob say it was not a gem?
0: Uh, He was on the fence about it. I think we left it at Cubic Zirconia. Okay, okay.
1: That's where it's going to get left in, but for the most yeah. part, it looks like this is from, from the listeners. They they kind of think it's a gym, maybe not. So I, I think we kind of agreed that for the time it came out, yeah, it was kind of cool. But when you look back at it now, it's, to me, it's not a gym.
0: So cool. Speaking of not a gym, let's get into Techno Cop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, th- this was um, growing up, and I'm about to show my age yet again. But um, I was a teenager when this came out, and. That this was the first game that really had hardcore, like, oh my god, that's violent. Uh, see, this predated Mortal Kombat by a couple of years. So, you know, I mean, the, this flew so far under the radar, I don't remember news stories about it because it was a terrible game, so nobody played it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the basic premise is um, you're the techno cop, and you are going on a scenic tour of crack houses and killing everyone inside. sight. Um, And I'm not kidding when I say kill everyone in sight because, I I don't know if you noticed, but well, we'll we'll save that because there's something that happens in this game that I've never seen in another game. So it's groundbreaking and still remains, I guess, infamous.
1: Technocop was a 1988 action game for the Amiga, Apple II, Atari ST, and Commodore 64, among other systems, but it was actually ported in the Genesis in 1990. Storyline of the game is you are a cop who is dressed like a cross between Michael Jackson and Han Solo, who drives a car that shoots red dodgeballs, and I don't really know the point of the car scene very well, but as he gets to his destination, he goes and starts killing a bunch of guys in an apartment building to find the one boss that he's looking for, and if that boss escapes, then that mission's pretty much over. (laughs) Did you notice the red dodgeballs you shoot out of the car? Yeah, that one.
0: (laughs) It, it, well, see, that's the thing. It's like, it, it's not until you get like two thirds of the way through the game that the driving actually becomes difficult because in the early going, it's like, oh, we're out for a leisurely Sunday drive, you know, we're throwing the beach balls out. Hey, you know, and it's like, oh, we got to go, you know, kill some people at a crack house. So let's pull <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, the, the, the and, and, and I like how all the crack houses are on the same road <laughs> yeah. I mean that's because <laughs> when you're because when you're done with the mission you literally just walk back out to your car and you back it up to the interstate and you just keep driving <laughs> that's
1: it's the most crime-filled wasteland I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I made that comment. He looks like a cross between Michael Jackson and Han Solo. I love the red jacket. It looked just like something out of Beat It. And then he had the cool black boots and the tight pants like Han Solo would wear in Star Wars. It was, it was kind of the perfect mix of characters there, I thought, for yeah, a futuristic cop game. The <laughs>
0: thing that I love about this game is, and, and, and as, much, as terrible as this game is, it needs to be played for your main gun because you have two weapons you have your your net gun which shoots and just sort of like envelops the person in in sort of a mummification spider web Uh, but the gun is just remarkable because if you shoot them it takes like four or five shots to trigger it but once you shoot them enough times their chest cavity just explodes (laughs) they fall down to the ground and their arms actually twitch a little bit and I have no idea why I actually did that in real life. There, uh, apparently, I think I'm on video. Um, <laughs> but the, um, but yeah, and they make just the most pitiful sound every time you shoot. It, it's like, a, <laughs> it, 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 it just works so well on the Genesis. But it's, um, but yeah, like you said, you have to roam through a uh, a broken down crack house in search of a specific uh, specific target who have, each has their own special attack, I guess. Um, the first two levels, I mean, I, I came... The, the second level which got me was the magician who just spontaneously appears and reappears. Um, but the first level is quite possibly the worst... the worst uh, AI I've ever seen in a game. Because I don't know if you notice, like, you, you walk in, you walk down a hallway, and there's a guy there with a barrel. He... <laughs> pushes the barrel if you jump over it he just stands there in the in the uh, like push pose for the either the remainder of the timer until you're shooting I mean <laughs> no movement just like All right, I pushed I'm done something's gonna happen here
1: Yeah, and and that part kept messing me up because I don't know how many times I got hit by that barrel I wasn't real good at the jump mechanic because first of all the jump mechanic wasn't the best it wasn't even a straight up jump it was like a diagonal jump into a big flip so I had a hard time I finally got it to where I I backed up a little bit and then I jumped over the thing and then like you said it was just easy to kill him but it probably took me two or three times to get by him and now the magician I actually I must have got lucky because as soon as I saw him I just started unloading on him he was dead in a second
0: well, yeah, because he doesn't attack. He just like like I'm here. I'm not here. I'm here. I'm not here. I'm here. I'm gone. You know, that's that, that's his whole routine. That's <laughs> of, of course, you know. I guess if you're in a crack house. You're sort of hold up. For, you know, you're, you're desperate for entertainment. So a disappearing, reappearing magician is must be the greatest thing ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure about that. You know, in and, and the first boss, I'm thinking he's really going to take out a cop with a barrel that was on a set of wheels. So I just thought it was kind of funny that I hated it when you would die, or not die, but if the boss would get by you, like if you did not get knocked over by the by the barrel, is that you had to walk all the way back out to your car. And I guess it's okay that you didn't defeat the boss because you're on to the next level.
0: <laughs> well, and, and the, the other thing, you know, keeping up with the violence is uh, some of the background decoration. Um, because there's... Uh, you know prostitutes occasionally sitting in the doorway but like about every second or third door there's just a guy laying like laying on his back with like a hatchet in his chest <laughs> and nobody seems hey Dad, it's a normal day
1: yeah. <laughs> you got kids out, outside the door playing and, <laughs> and w-
0: which which leads me to the thing that i have never seen in another video game up until this point in this game you can actually shoot the kid
1: yeah i noticed that <laughs>
0: And, you know, it's like the – you have to see it in video to actually really appreciate just how morbid this is because when you first get to the the, the first level, there's this this little kid in like a red jacket and hat and he's just like jumping for joy like, I've made it outside the crack house. I've made it outside the crack house. And when you try to shoot the first guy, he's the one that takes the first bullet and he just falls face down. It's like, oh,
1: that's – and I, and I believe it gives you, like, negative 5,000 points or something, or 500, one of the two. I, I noticed that when I was looking at my score. As soon as I shot the kid, it took points away from me. <laughs> that just
0: means i got to go shoot more crack addicts. All right, right. let's go.
1: Let's... You can, you can uh, even a death with another death. <laughs>
0: yeah, but the, uh, but the funnier one is the, well, funny in the morbid sense, is in the second level, it's like as you're walking, it's like the kid just comes sprinting up from behind you, and since everything in this game is out to kill you it's like instinctively you turn around you hit the button and just shoot and it only takes one shot but this time when you when you shoot him he just like launches into the air so it's like a hammer toss it's like it's like man you're going for distance with him and it's just like in 1990 we had never seen anything like that it's just like wow that wow
1: yeah (laughs) And, and could you actually shoot the net at the kid i never tried that
0: no, then it just
1: goes right through him. Oh, wow. That's even yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you can't make him safe. You just gotta kill him. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I actually read when I was looking this game up a little bit that Nintendo actually denied this game. The Sega, for some reason, was okay with it. I guess during that time, you know, with them launching the system with Altered Beast, they thought maybe this would be the adult game to do for... They have that... What you know, Sega does, what Nintendo don't. They definitely did this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because back in those
0: days, Nintendo had, like, a really hardcore like anti-violence stance because i I remember when mortal kombat came out for it it's like when you punched him it wasn't blood it was sweat and that that actually became part of the ad campaign for the genesis like hey we got blood
1: yeah, and I, I can see where a game like this would be successful on the fact that you're blowing people up and there's blood going everywhere. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that was probably their, their big selling point. You know, it's, a, it's a, a shooting game and drive and everything, but hey, people are blowing up in it, so buy our game.
0: <laughs> hey, I, it, it worked. I mean, I ended up buying it. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I saw the back of the box at uh, Toys R Us, and it's like, oh my god, the guy exploded. I want this one. I want this one.
1: <laughs> I probably should see a therapist about my childhood, but I digress. Um <laughs> you know even at the time I I read some of the old reviews and it actually did pretty well. <laughs> so wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean they they kind of they talked about how um all the stages kind of look similar and some, some of the gameplay is repetitive. And of course I'm thinking all the gameplay is repetitive. But, yeah. Um, but uh, it was interesting to read those reviews. To, I I guess it's just where it was kind of a different type game and of course with the exploding blood going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean
0: really the only other thing that had that sort of uh not really an Easter egg, but it, is kind of, it was kind of annoying. But um, the, the game is almost impossible to get past the like second or third level because uh, it doesn't really have continues. So, But there is a cheat code where you can pause it and punch in a lengthy code and you'll get your life completely refilled. So, you know, it's like one afternoon way back when. It's like I sat down, okay, I'm going to beat this game. going to get to the end of it. And you get to, like, the last two or three missions, and the game just stops. It says, you know, cheaters never win, and game over. <laughs> so it's like,
1: wow. Yeah, wow. That's very innovative. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, I think my biggest gripe about this game is the amount of screen that the bottom uh, half takes takes over when you're driving and, and when you're in the apartment building trying to kill all the crackheads. Because so. when you're driving, it looks like you're in a car console but you see your car so that kind of confused me i figured it was more of a first person view when you drive but it takes up half of the screen and the same thing for when you're um, going through the apartments it's almost like a little pit boy from fallout or something he's got that big yeah thing on his wrist. <laughs> you can see you can pick from the gun the net and see your highest score i mean that's great and all but it just i'm already playing on a small enough screen now it's shrinking it in half i had a little hard time saying
0: yeah, well, and also, it's like, if there's, uh, it's not much of it, like a radar, like where the where the boss is, but it gives, at least gives you a general direction that, uh, that you're going in.
1: See, that, that part made me feel real dumb, because I couldn't figure it out. You might have to explain that to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 wasn't until, you know, probably ten years after I first played it, I'm like, oh, there's a little radar screen down there, okay, yeah, it's like a little dot, that just like, okay, he's, you gotta go down and to the right, and, in some of the later levels, when there's multiple floors, you got to like hop on elevators and and all that. It just it's completely worthless because by the time you, unless you know exactly where you're going, there's not enough time to actually get there.
1: Yeah. Because but my, of
0: course, by the time you reach the later levels, you're bored of. Okay, I've shot and killed enough people. I'm ready to go play something fun.
1: Because my strategy was I hardly shot any of the guys coming through. I just started jumping over everybody as long as I had that. Of course, you know the another complaint of mine is that the wasn't really really responsive but I would jump over every guy I possibly could just to get through the level as fast as I could that way the time because the timer was just driving me nuts because the first time I played it I couldn't I didn't know where I was going of course I didn't know anything about that radar and my time ran out before I could get to the boss so I decided I'm just gonna start jumping over everybody just to get to where I need to get of course my score was really low by doing that because I didn't get all the kills that you normally would
0: well, yeah, and if you don't kill things, that kind of takes the only fun part out of the game. Exactly. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the game, even aside from the blood, it could have been innovative. I mean, you kind of reminds you of like a, maybe an old version of Grand Theft Auto where you're, you're driving to a destination and you're taking guys out. That, that's kind of, to me, in a nutshell, that's what Grand Theft Auto is. You get in the car, you drive somewhere, and you kill some guys. And you know, I, I don't, I can't think of any other games that were like that at the time.
0: Yeah, this one kind of stands alone. I mean, even today when I think back of, uh, you know, all the games I played growing up, it's like this one still sticks out and it's all because of that gun. I mean, it's you know, as bad as this game is, it's like there there are wonderful games that should be on top 200 list of the greatest games of all time. But this is the game I remember. That's <laughs>
1: And this is a game that I didn't play in my childhood. I, I saw it on the uh, shelves, but I never picked it up. And, and a lot of times, I got a Genesis later on in the life uh, lifespan of the Genesis, and a lot of the older games I never did get to go back to. So this was this was definitely a different experience for me. I wasn't expecting that all the blood and gore. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you know, it, it's like it's worth it for a novelty. It's fun to put in for ten minutes and just like run around, like killing everything inside. And it's like, all right. Uh workday frustrations are over, I can move on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of nice to see, uh, kind of random thought here, but nice to see that when you would pull over in the car, the uh, car door came up like an old DeLorean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, of course, I you know back in the late 80s, early 90s, they might have thought that was going to be the car of the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, I'm a huge Back to Future fan, so anytime you see a DeLorean, it just makes my day.
0: <laughs> I, I will support that. That's... <laughs> Of course, this is actually a depressing thought. I read this. It was one of the internet memes quite a while back. But somebody pointed out, it's like, you know, it's like Back to the Future was made in 1985. And Marty went back 30 years to 1955. If they remade it today, Marty would go back to 1983. And when I read that, I'm just like, oh,
1: my God, I'm old.
0: (laughs) I remember 1983. Sorry, you got anything else to add on uh, on Technocop?
1: I thought it was funny that when you're driving the car, that instead of accelerating with A, B, or C, you had to push up. Didn't really know if there was any formula to that. I just kept pushing it real fast, and I saw my RPMs go up. So I thought that was kind of strange. Why they couldn't use just hold down A or something? And I guess maybe they wanted you to free up your hand to shoot those dodgeballs more.
0: Well, I'm I'm just you know speculating here, but I wonder because it originated on the uh, you know the Amiga and stuff like that, where you know it's like that you just use the arrows. Uh, for like your gas and brake and all that I wonder if they just, when they ported it over it's like, yeah, hey, we'll just keep the control scheme like that because it's easier to program
1: yeah, that, that makes sense
0: <laughs> I'm glad it makes sense to somebody it's <laughs> it
1: did, I mean, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot of work put into the port because like I said, it wasn't really a responsive game I had a, I actually played it on the original cartridge with the original controller and I had an awful time getting some of those buttons to work yeah, it, it, it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> which may lead us into our next topic.
0: <laughs> is it a gym or is it not?
1: Yeah. What do you think there, Derek?
0: Yeah, it's, as I've alluded to the entire show, um, this is most definitely not a gym. But there is an asterisk beside that because it need it does need to be played just to you know just to experience that gun and to see something you'll probably never see in a video game again.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, definitely not a gym and like you said, you know, some of the worst games I can think of, like Superman 64. Awful game, but I just, it's fun to put in just to talk about how awful it is. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it has that aesthetic, so yeah, definitely not a gem for me. And so, Rob, what do you think? I'm going to have to agree that um, is not a gem. All right, we got three hot three not gems. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Actually, I disagree. I think Rob's going to be a rebel, and I think I think that's actually why he called in sick today. He's just sitting at home playing. But yeah, we would we would love to hear what you readers think. Uh, so please uh, drop us a message on our Facebook page nick what's our facebook
1: page www.facebook.com slash genesis podcast or you can go to www.theretrojunkies.com and jump on our forums and we will also uh, have a forum open for that if you'd rather do it that way and you don't actually have facebook you can go on that website a ton of great stuff on there there's many other podcasts but we will have a forum dedicated to genesis gems you can go on there and tell us whether you thought this was a gym or not
0: and I'm glad I asked because I did not know about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I know we just, they just launched that website of, you know, a couple weeks ago, and so uh, Rob's been posting those uh, forums on there, so I'll, I'll definitely follow up and make sure that's there in case he's still sick. <laughs> For anybody who wants to uh, play a little game with us, next week we're going to be playing what, Eric?
0: That's a good question. So if you think you know what we're playing next week, just drop us a line and uh, give us your best guess. And uh, we do appreciate you listening. Nick, it's been fun talking bad games with you tonight. Absolutely. And uh, hope you all have a great evening, and we will see you next time at the Genesis Gems Podcast.